You're listening to Mix, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Gabe and Nick introduce each other to songs that are dear to them. We dive into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to their listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying sublime mixed drinks. Made by Gabe. On today's Triple Shot episode featuring Allison Espinosa, we are talking about our favorite concert songs we've seen live. By the fact that there was a experience that heightened them past what they could be in the recording. Let's get into it. other and we're drinking drinks and we're talking about music and it's good now we're in a safe place now okay so i woke up <laughs> and i got out of bed she woke up to me farting probably i was really <laughs> gassy this morning oof i am so sorry i, I think i woke sophie up our just cat. last night we had cheeseburgers last night <laughs> blat blat <laughs> Blat, blat, blat. It was a, yeah, it was our alarm clock with my, my butt. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about some great concerts that we went to. Gabe, how old were you when you went to your first concert? I think 17. Nice. I was 18. Allie? I was 17. Nice. I, I felt like I, when I went to my first concert, I was like, I'm so like, I can't believe this is the first concert I'm going to. Same. I'm so embarrassed. I felt the same way. I'm like, I'm too old. All my friends went there. When they were... Yeah, I just didn't have friends that could take me. I was too young, and yeah. I just didn't have I know. A way to How get are you going to get there? Yeah, and I didn't want to go with my parents. I knew, even though I didn't go, I just like, I don't want my parents to take me. Well, I, I lived on an island. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm, you yes, were you isl- island bound. You couldn't. So, How are you going to get off that? Well, boat? so so you have like your yearly um, county fair, little like a little grandstand set up, and you have a musical performance and stuff. So like local music. Yeah, right. That's pretty much the extent of. But you don't count live that music. And they weren't playing the Cure. No, but I mean, <laughs> even though, even then, there's like something great about. Um, yeah, okay, it's the '90s. You know. You know. It's the San Juan County Fair. There is a marimba. Do you know what marimba is? Uh, like no. iPhone ringtone music? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like xylophones, but massive, and not oh. and not metal planks, wood. Oh, wood okay. Planks. But they like small to medium to massive in oh. size, and then they have tubes, metal tubes underneath them. Ooh, that's. Very, Interesting. And I don't know if it was a white person on an island thing, but all these white musicians (laughs) would get together and get these instruments together, marimbas, I guess. I can't find recordings that sound like this, (laughs) but it was just like, it sounded like African field recordings of like what you'd picture like African music sounding like. But it was just a bunch of like white hippies playing it. Yeah. And they'd play at the San Juan County Fair. And it was really good. And I would just like <laughs> dance my little like preteen 
like ten oh, year old heart out. That's great. Yeah, it was really good. I like but, it. But um, what a time! <laughs> good times. Good times for pre-adolescent Gabe. Mm-hmm. What was your first concert? Well, it's one of my songs. If you want to. Oh yeah, jump let's get into, into it. it. I'll set the stage here. Okay, I'm 17. I'm going to visit Brian Cox in Gardnerville, Nevada. That is your cousin. My cousin. We go to Reno, Nevada, and Ooh. we meet up with some friends, and we go to, I believe the venue was Sharky's. It was just <laughs> <laughs> okay, like a kind of like little dive punk Oh, club. interesting. And we see the voodoo glow skulls. This is very, it sounds very exciting for a little 17-year-old Gabe. The song is band, uh, the Band Geek Mafia. And this isn't even the best song off of that album. I'd probably pick like Systematic or something if I was going to do that. But I don't think they played that. They knew these Reno punks wanted just like (laughs) the harder ska. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what they played. Okay. So these guys came out. I believe there were candles burning on stage. The guy came out in a luchador mask. I was not expecting it for, the, for it to be this <laughs> this like hard and loud. There was like a little mascot guy that was like dressed in like a weird green suit, and he rode out on a like a really cool like chopper tricycle, and he just ride out every once in a while. It was a bizarre show. I forgot that you and Brian were like, your roots are ska. Yeah, punk and and ska. Yeah. And uh, this music just reminds me of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like that that was my introduction to ska. Oh yeah, man. It was completely that music, or yeah, this kind of music. This music, though, I wish I could try it, but like, I wish this could be just played, like, thrown into a like a a dance party. Yeah, oh, this it song. Could. I you hope absolutely could. But what I would actually love is if everyone got hyped. They <laughs> yeah. would. I yeah. think they would. You if, think so? Yeah. If you if they were like already hyped. I there's some there's some third wave ska that you could throw on that would okay. like people would be on board with immediately <laughs> from jump. Some real big fish, some goldfinger. Okay. Maybe but, not maybe not this particular song. Yeah. I mean I would be hyped, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like to skink across like well, in a big that, circle. Like this was like a pretty rough sh- like a relatively rough show. Like there was a pit going and like I was talking to Brian about this. He's like, "Yeah, I remember. Like I ran into the pit, and this floppy 
mohawk spike on this guy's head jabbed me in the eye because you know like guys come into shows punk shows the mohawks yeah and then they start sweating and they get all floppy it's all floppy and damp yeah and but the spike but ends the, are still hard yeah super and hard got yeah. jabbed right in the eye oh he's like, i thought gosh. i was gonna catch something i was like oh, super no. super skeezed out wait you or brian brian oh man yeah that's so funny it was a it was a good it was a really good show <laughs> This is a really good song. Yeah. That so song that just been like, like unlocked a memory yeah. for me. How many songs are we doing each? Because I just thought of another. Ooh. If we can blast through them, like. Blast all. We can go on. Like, But I, I wanted to talk about like. That was 2002. 2002? Something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. So that, I mean, people don't understand third wave ska. These kids these days don't understand. <laughs> they talk third about wave third wave Scott. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't get it. <laughs> Listen, they're out there with their the uh, babies and Kanye's. They don't understand. It was a powerful thing. It had a force. Yeah, we don't have anything equivalent for today, at least in the mainstream. I'm waiting for the fourth wave. That would be really interesting mm. to see that kick off again. I could see it happening. The, the 90s time are back, right. baby. Yeah. They're trendy. It made me think of uh, mosh pits. Were you a mosh pitter? Um, no, I kind of, I, I would enjoy them, but I was always so like, I wanted to be as close as I could be. So I was always mm. like second row. Yeah. Weasel my way through and then be in there and the pit would be behind just like smashing into you. Oh man, that feeling. I miss that feeling. Now it would be very is it sketchy talking about like punk shows now with like covid you knew you were gonna get sick after <laughs> yes punk show. that is so it true was a, it, was a, it was a guarantee it was just like people sweat in this your is, mouth drenched the way in is. other people's sweat you're drenched in their fluids yeah it was bonkers and it wasn't even like as crazy as like early punk shows where people oh are just like gosh. literally hawking louis on each other Okay, I have to, this wasn't even on my list, but you unlocked like <laughs> a show. I have to play a song by him. Like this was the craziest show I've ever been to. It was an artist called No Bunny. And the music isn't even that hard. <laughs> So this was like garage punk. Yeah. This guy has like a bunny mask on and like a jacket and pants. But at the end of like the first song, he's nude. Like he just takes (laughs) all his clothes off. And this, like I said, this music isn't hard, but it was like the hardest show (laughs) I've ever been to. Like, like in this, person, it's yes, different. it's so different. Like they were throwing glass bottles onto the stage. Like it was so <laughs> oh dangerous, God. and it, and it was the smallest venue I'd ever been in. 
it, I can't remember what the venue was called. It was an actual venue. It wasn't like a garage or anything. It and was a cha-cha? No, 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 no. It was, oh. I don't remember what it was, but it was literally like this the size of your basement um, over there. Oh, man. I it love was, tiny shows. It was small and it was packed. And all I, re- like, it was sweat. It was like, ar- like arms were being thrown, like punches were being thrown. Like, obviously, in a yeah. mosh pit, that's like no harm no foul type of thing yeah and um i just remember this girl (laughs) she had she was trying to not fall because she knew that if she fell she would be trampled so she grabbed my shirt and like did this thing where she like kind of like twisted her hand over my shirt so she was like had like a good yeah she locked into my shirt and I was wearing a very thin shirt. <laughs> but anytime she got pulled, she pulled me down from my shirt because that was her support. Yeah. And um, that shirt was just torn in half by yeah. the end of the show because, like, it was so intense. And she was just following me through the mosh pit because I don't know why she wouldn't let go, but she just didn't let go. And uh, You kind of have to team up. Like, if you're a smaller person or, like, yeah. you're a girl, like, you have to. And that's, like, I would always try to, like... If there was like a girl, I would try to like, like put her in front, like and then brace my arms against the railing or something mm-hmm. against the stage, like if she was smashed in the crowd or something, right? Because to protect, she's them. like so tiny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sm- short, but like there's some tiny people in those crowds. Right. You like look behind you, and there's just like this little face sticking out of like people's bodies, and like mm-hmm. that's a person like stuck down in yeah, there. Yeah, for that's real. Me. That's there's Ali. Me. Yeah. Shows are crazy, man. Yeah, what, what were we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I think I was thinking about that on the way here because, like, some. Well, we'll get into it. But I was like the small person that would get stuck in places. Yeah. But I loved it. Yeah. And I thought it was so fun. And now I think back on it, and I'm like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when you would smell like someone who at one point in the day had put on some perfume or cologne? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't yeah. matter how crappy that cologne or perfume was. Like you were just like, oh, oh thank you, oh thank you so much, <laughs> thank you, because yeah. otherwise just sweat and poop. Like alcohol sweat. Yeah, it's disgusting. Sweat and poop. Even yeah. if it was a guy, people like breathing hard on your neck or on your hair. Like it felt so good because it was <laughs> yeah. like cool air going down like, your oh, shirt. Yes. Like, oh, Thank please, you. I don't care please if you're disgusting. Breathe on my face. Like, breathe all over. Like oh, I remember when. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to that time, guys. I remember uh, at shows. At, lasting uh, particulates all over. Yeah, exactly. Just spit in my face. Just please. Um, Allie and I, when we were dating, like we would dance and get so hot and like we just take turns just blowing air into each other's <laughs> face because we'd be so hot and it felt so good you just you get to a point where you can't go anywhere so you just yeah gotta do what you gotta do yeah exactly the end of the show is like you are dr- like drenched though you could wring out your clothes and it's it was your sweat and other yeah. people's sweat i was well known i had short hair um during my Oh yeah, that's like right. going to concerts every week phase, mm-hmm. like above her, like, like above, her above ears. my shoulders. Yeah, and my hair is very curly, but I straightened it every day at this <laughs> point. But every time that I left a concert, my hair was just like a little fro. <laughs> yeah, because it was, so it was just all curly because it got completely soaked. <laughs> and all my so... friends would make fun of me. Oh my god! One time I was at a uh, 
I was at a the roughest crowd I was ever in was a Dropkick Murphys show, Ooh. and that was really rough. And I went with, and it was in Canada, and I went with some friends. There's one friend that I had who was a really huge dude, and I was in the pit, and I ran like, I like ran across him in the pit, and I was like, oh good, it's him. But and I looked at his eyes, and he was just glazed <laughs> over. He was, and he just like threw me to the side and kept going. And like Punched he you didn't in the face. even see me. Yeah, he like I was like, that's what bloodlust looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he did not even understand what was happening. He was that dead show inside. Was like, oh man, that's the one where was like, I'm I'm getting out of this crowd. Like, and the, there's like some kind of penny whistle or or like Irish whistle they were using that was so piercing it was the worst sound <laughs> i've ever heard on stage yeah or, okay. yeah weird into the mic i yeah i mean they there's a dropkick murphy's oh, on there man. just like accordions and whistles and that is all so kinds crazy. Of irish stuff man ali what is is there a song that you moshed to that you picked well the song that i that Gabe unlocked this concert for me <laughs> is not um, one that I actually moshed at, but the band is P. Lander Z. Um, the song that I remember most is the first one. It's called So Many Mike. This is a Japanese punk band. Oh, man. So many Mike. So many <laughs> So many so many crazy in the crowd. Yeah. Let me let me set the stage for you a little bit. Is I think it was called Studio Seven or something that oh, was yeah. in like Soto in Seattle. I'd yeah. never been there before. Clayton wanted to go to this show because <laughs> Anna Managuchi was headlining. Oh. And I was like, I don't know who Anna Managuchi is, but I think we'll it's go. Sorry, Anamanaguchi. Um, I was like, I don't know who they are, but they're probably good. So we go, and there's like three openers. This is the one just before Anamanaguchi. Uh, I can't say it. Anamanaguchi. Yeah. And they came out like hard energy. <laughs> like I think this was their first song, and they just came out, and they were like, we're doing it. And they were so cool. I was like, I want to meet these guys. Oh, man. Um, and we did. Oh, nice. We did meet them. They were super nice and oh, normal man. people. But the if, Japanese. You, if you look them up. They can turn it off and on. <laughs> the, the lead guy is called P. Lander Yellow. They're color-coded. So the oh lead gosh. guy. Oh, Gabe, look so at this. Cool. <laughs> the lead guy wears all yellow. Oh my gosh! And then there's P. Lander Red. People, who please I, look up this band. I yeah. 100% fell in love with this man, P. Lander Red. I wanted to marry him when I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's P. Lander Green. Lander um, Purple. And purple. They um, look like a. They're, they look like they're cosplaying in this photo, their band photo at least. They look. That's how like, they look all the time. They oh, look okay. like the Power Rangers. They the Power were Rangers like, were cool. <laughs> yeah, they were like crazy costumes. Like Pokemon slash Power Rangers. Yeah. Actually. And this was probably like I went in with zero expectations. I didn't even know that show. this band was gonna be playing, and they came out and I was like, oh my god, I have to get up front, and it was so fun. And oh, I didn't even I like stay that. for the whole Anamanaguchi set because we had to go catch the ferry. 
Oh so, man, but it, but they it was probably worth were it. better. It yeah. was worth it for these guys. That's, That's so the cool. best when you're just like you catch like the whole crowd catches that feeling and they're just like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh. My favorite part probably of this whole thing was like, oh my, I have to get to the front now because these guys are amazing. And at one point, peeling a red, my first true love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like. He was a bass player because I got a thing for bass players too. Yeah. And he like stepped out onto the crowd and I was holding his leg up with like one other girl and we were just like (laughs) holding his leg, looking up at him like, oh my God. (laughs) It was the coolest moment of my life. Oh man. That's all. I had, oh, sorry. That's really cool. remember that. (laughs) Thank you. That's really cool. Man, this is, uh, there's so many good memories here. Yes. Let's get into uh, your second song. Although Allie and I chose songs that we didn't even shoot, like write down on our list, yeah. which is crazy because we might even, like, honestly, we might be able to do a part two because I have so many songs. Yeah, probably. But let's get into your next one. This one The Good, the Bad, and the Queen. The band is called The Good, the Bad, and the Queen. The album's called The Good, the Bad, and the Queen. And the song. It's called The Good, The Bad, and The Queen. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Self-titled album and song. So this is um, Dame, Damien from Blur. Dame Judy Dench is what yes. you <laughs> Damien Blur. The guy from Blur. The oh. guy from The Verve. Wow. Paul Simonon from The Clash on bass. Oh, it's a super group. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I was at Coachella... And I love Paul Simonon because if you just like go do like a a cursory image search of him, Google image Paul Simonon from The Clash, he is the coolest dude. Like you were talking about bass players mm-hmm. before, this guy is the coolest dude who's ever picked up a bass. And um, so he's in this new super group because he hadn't done anything. Well, he'd done a few things at The Clash, but. Nothing recently. So he is in the supergroup. So I'm at Coachella for one year in 2007. And they're playing. So I kind of looked at the videos of like the previous sets and realized he stood up on the, the right hand of the stage. So I got up in there. So I was right in front of him. Right up front. Was it the main stage you said? No, it was a a little side stage, so it was like really close. So it was really cool because it was, I was right up, right up there in front of him. He's one of my, like, if I had like music heroes, he's one of them. And during the set, they had like a, just a bottle of like a, a crevasse of like Muslim bourbon or Hennessy or something sitting on top of the <laughs> piano they were all pulling from and there were these like Buddhist pr- prayer flags like set up on that stage huh. like across like up top because it's, Co- it's Coachella so now Oops. when they're when they come on it's getting a little colder the desert's getting oh, colder man. it's dark and the wind kicks up oh, rips yes. down these prayer flags oh, man. and wraps them around all of their equipment like they're wrapped around the piano. They're just like, it looks like stuff's going crazy. Yeah. But this is what they closed with, this song. 
and it didn't affect the music at all. They were just playing right in the middle of this. And it was so cool. <laughs> it was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That's, I, can, oh, man. I can feel the scenario. Like, colder desert festival. Yeah. Like, yeah, that fits. Paul Sam, uh, Paul Simonon, um, he's in like a suit and a, a fedora, which looks really good on him. He can pull it <laughs> off, and he doesn't. His like bass guitar slap, strap has slipped off. He holds his bass guitar oh, by man. like holding on to like where the strings go through that old metal ledge there. Yeah, he's just holding it and playing with his thumb. <laughs> So he's just like slinging it around, like slipping around the stage and stuff. This dude's like in his 50s at this point. He's a pro. It was the coolest thing. Oh my goodness. Now who needs a shoulder strap? Yeah. That's the thing I feel like when you go to a concert you want to see you want to see the coolest thing. You want to yeah. see something happen. You want to see someone play the song you've listened to. At least for me, you want to see someone play a song better than the recording. Yeah. And you want to yeah, see definitely. them like perform it. So that's really oh. They definitely did. It was just them like the guy from Blur, the guy from The Verve this uh, Afrobeat drummer, I forget his name, like he's a classic like Afrobeat drummer, and then like a string quartet on the side, and it was just them, and it was a really good show, it's like one of my favorite shows I've ever seen, yeah. just because it was like a snapshot, like they was kind of, they put out one other album, but I'm not, they probably toured again, but there was like, they did one tour, one run through, and stopped at Coachella, and it happened to be like the one time it was at Coachella. Oh, that's and so it, that cool. just like the atmosphere of it, like just the wind, just you couldn't hear the wind, but like it was just like like blowing these strings and prayer flags like all over the place, and all you could <laughs> hear was the like the music, the music oh, going nuts on the man. stage. That it was it matched like the music perfectly. It was it was crazy. That's awesome. I love it.
that's great. That's such a good, like, closing out your set at a festival at mm-hmm. sunset song. Like, yeah. there's like if you could imagine that scenario, any at any festival, that's the song that would <laughs> that would be playing the scenario that you just described. Yeah, that's great. Those outdoor venues, man, they can make or break. Like it could rain, it could suck. Yeah. <laughs> or like a situation like it could rain and it could be awesome. So much it can just like push mm-hmm. it over the top. Mm-hmm. There, I know that feeling though of like it's dark and it's it's cold now. It went from extreme like you know because outdoors usually during the summer and it's hot and you're sweating. Yeah. But when it gets dusk. And the wind comes through. Yeah, there's that's like a feeling of like, oh, I'm smelling all like the sweat from all the alcoholics <laughs> at the bar, and but I'm listening to this great music, so it's associated with that, and it's kind of great in its own way. Like you were feeling like, oh man, I'm I'm tired because it's been hot all day, and like maybe I should go back to yeah. my tent, and then this happens, and you're like, I'm good all night, baby. Let's go <laughs> round two. Let's keep going. <laughs> I will bring up man i don't even know which song to bring up what are you guys feeling like low high or mid play play your festival song Ooh, do you have one? so do you even have do you have one, one? um play i yours. will by the time you figure i don't have like the oh. one, i was gonna play one that i wrote down and they were not at festivals well, i saw these guys i do have one but i don't know if you can play it because it's girl talk Oh, let's stay away from I Girl, saw Girl Talk. Talk. <laughs> I, too. I saw Girl Talk at a high school, weirdly enough. <laughs> what? It was so like, for some reason, they just played it in a, auto- I feel like it was one of those things where like the students were like, the faculty was like, if you guys are good, we'll get any band you want. And then all the high school students were like, Girl oh Talk, God. you know what I mean? And they so, were like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah that's how it felt because the the state like the vibe was like there are i mean i was 20 at the time and it just felt like everyone there was younger than me for sure can yeah. we just pretend that like this mute this like um the water you hear in the background i have a rain stick yeah. <laughs> in here and every once in a while i just turn it <laughs> i upend it so you just hear their like the rain stick ambiance. Uh, I can think about another. I'm trying to think of like a performance that I saw that was really, really good at Sasquatch. But honestly, the best one was Girl Talk. So yeah. We can stay away from t- Girl Talk. For those of you who haven't listened to Girl Talk, it is just like a, he's a DJ who mashes pop music together and he's yeah. very good at it. But he doesn't edit any of his music. So all of his songs are explicit. Very explicit. Turn to 10. And I can't. And they're also like, they are DJ mixes, even in an album. So it's like one continuous song. And I can't yeah. just choose one song because they all are, they're all mashed up together because yeah. it does mashups. But it is a, the epitome of like a dance party. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, pro- it's probably even better. Like, cause I don't know if you've even, I've even listened to like much girl talk, like just in my headphones. Like it's just better to like have him playing it. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i I mean i guess you don't say like guess, my favorite song of his is this one yeah <laughs> it's just like, one long mix i guess if you want to go listen to a don't listen to it but <laughs> <laughs> but i will say that when 
Girl Talk played at Sasquatch, it was the most it was the most unashamed <laughs> I've ever been to just like be dancing out, oh, out yeah. in the open. Like nice. I wasn't I wasn't dancing in a group, like I wasn't down by the stage and I wasn't on the stage because he always has people on stage. Um, I was just like me and Susie were just out in the grass and we were just like twirling and dancing by ourselves. Oh nice. <laughs> and it was like Sweet. so fun. I had so much room and you can cut this out, but there was a guy that was watching us the whole time and he came over and he was like, you guys are really cute and we're like, cool. And then we like <laughs> danced away from him. Um, but it was, that was the most fun that I've ever had. Just like dancing. And I, that was probably the only time that I've danced and not cared what anyone Dance like about. nobody's watching. Exactly. It's and like, that's what I did. It's like a 10 year old Gabe dancing to a bunch of white people playing marimba music. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. That's yeah. what I was channeling in that yeah. moment. I thought, you know what? Gabe didn't care when he was 10. I don't care now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I picked my song. I am going to go with a song that kind of like I loved on, on the album and when I saw it live it like blew my mind which I don't know if it's going to blow in anyone's minds now but picture like 21 year old Nick oh, okay. going sure. to a show alone he is all alone he has like pretty much no friends at this time alright he's a sad boy he's a very sad boy I like it he goes to the very very front of the stage it's packed it's sold out and he is glued I think he might start crying oh this brings me back it's just like glued to the it's like no one was around me kind of thing I was glued to the performance and I wasn't on anything. I wasn't drinking even. It just like, oh, it just blew my mind. song to M83's album Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. So this is also a part of my life where I used to buy two tickets to a show because I would always take someone with me and this was a time in my life where I couldn't take anyone with me. <laughs> so I kind of ate a ticket and yeah, this is just like a very, like I said, very sad time but I was like distracting myself. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to a show 
and no, it's like you're in this like the early twenties for young Nick was a very like tumultuous, tumultuous, emotional, emotional, lonely. <laughs> <laughs> It was so, but it was also like the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was formative. formative. Mm. It was so formative. So I was going through this very formative time in my life, but was sad for a lot of reasons. spot a lot of the time this album was like my top album of that year i think it was 2011 that was just what i listened to on repeat baby i really feel like m83 is a band that like anytime that they come to town and be like i'm gonna go see them mm-hmm. oh really like yeah i think i saw them the last two times that they came to town mm. and, and like where, where were they playing at well, the first one was the same one that you went to, Nick. No. Yes. You went to Numos? No. <laughs> <laughs> I Never was mind. you went Numos to Paramount with Camille and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Numos was is my favorite like sound venue yeah. because they have like heavy bass. Well, I saw them at the Paramount. And then the second time I saw them was Kirina. <laughs> Cuz oh, wow. I I went with Maddie wow. actually cuz she uh wanted to go to Rock of the Hall, whatever 1077 The End's like holiday <laughs> concert yeah, is, yeah. Um, she really wanted to go and M83 was playing and I was like, sure. And the Killers were headlining. So I was Ooh, like, sure. How are they? Um, They were good, but we left early. Oh, no. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw I don't the... remember why, but we had to leave early. 
but we saw like the first couple songs and we're like okay that's cool because that's those are the main songs that we know that's the killers and then we left um but we saw m83 and i was like the (sighs) key arena is not great and a concert like that is is not great it was okay but, I saw I mean, Daft Punk at Key Arena, and it the sound was bad. Oh, it was really? Just not loud enough. That makes me feel so much better because I missed that show. It was <laughs> bad. <laughs> that was it the was, only show they played in Washington. It wasn't great, but this was worth it just to see M83 again because they were so good. Even though it was a short set, because that's just the kind of show that it was. But what is Key Arena where we saw Arcade Fire? Yes. Okay. Because the sound was terrible. Oh, was it? I thought it was good. Where we were, the sound was terrible. It was like blown out. See, I thought Phanogram opened and I was like. It was hurting my ears. Oh, okay. It was like. My experience was (laughs) (laughs) Phanogram sounded terrible, but Arcade Fire like sounded great. And I was like, why can't they do that for Phanogram? They sounded fine, but there was just like certain points where like the music got really loud. It was very loud. But I was okay with that. I wish Daft Punk was louder. (laughs) (laughs) And we were also like in the nosebleed seats. Yeah. So, I don't know. But But it was, yeah, it was fun. I wish, I haven't seen them live. Yeah. You should. I recommend, if they ever tour again. Were you going to say you saw Killers? Um, Yeah, when they first started, I saw them at Bumbershoot. Like oh. on the, on like the small like indoor stage. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. Their first album was perfection. I really like their first album a lot. I I've only been to Bumper Shoot once, and it was to see Beck. And I wish that show was better. Uh. <laughs> like it was good, but like I think I hyped it in my head too much. Like I was like, this is gonna be the show of all shows. Like this is what I'm gonna tell my grandchildren about. But That's what I, I thought about seeing him as Sasquatch. And yeah. it was fun. It was yeah. fine. Do you have like a disappointing I have a few disappointing shows. Um yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh <laughs> Back I, went, being one I, I went and saw uh, Lee Perry. He's like and there's nothing against Lee Perry because he's like in his nineties now. Um, he is a Jamaican dub producer from the seventies. Mm. So he produced a lot of like the music that I love and he just, he changed like production, like music production. Like if you listen to like animal collective or Panda bear or like, yeah, any, anything that uses a lot of sampling, like weird, like sampling it's from Lee Perry probably. Mm. Um, but I went and saw him because he was going to play through one of his classic albums completely. But it it just was like, it just wasn't that great. He's, yeah. he's in his 90s. He's in his oh, 90s. Oh, wow. I mean, you could say he's a little bit past his prime. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt when like there would be like, Bob Dylan's that bumper shoot. Yeah. I'm like, that's not yeah, going to be no. fun. <laughs> well, by the time my dad finally got to see Bob Dylan, it was like five years ago. Yeah. Which is great for yeah. him. But even he was like, Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's my, old now. My dad <laughs> had the same experience. Same yeah. thing. Like they were probably yeah. at the same show. Maybe. <laughs> he was like, his voice is really bad. My dad yeah. said that. Yeah. My that's so when my, my dad told me he's like, Yeah, his voice doesn't sound so good. I was like I was like, and now it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Slam on Bob Dylan. Allie and I saw Hall and Oates. Because uh, a friend bought us tickets, and I was like, "Cool!" It was like our my first time going to White be fun. River Amphitheater. You're like, "Yeah, it'll be fun." You know, we like all and outs. Like, 
Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so bad. Like people around us were being like, "Ooh." Oh. There was like moments where which which one was it that he was like yelling at some like stagehand? Oats. Oats, Oats. Oats would like lean away from his mic or whatever and be like yelling at a stagehand, like because <laughs> his his monitor. monitor wasn't turned up enough. Oh. And he was just cursing, just like turn the. Up and it's just like oh, like during the performance. This is fun. I can't I can't go for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's just like uh, anytime he hit a high note, it was like he'd pull away from the mic and it would just be like a like oh I don't just, think it's the monitor, sir. I think you can't hit that. No, just yeah. let these guys like like Lee Perry. He is really good. Like he's <laughs> always gonna be really good. You don't have to. But I understand, like, they have to keep making money. Mm-hmm. So nothing against these guys. It's what they do. Yeah. It's what they but, do. Yeah, it was... And people pay for it. They pay to go see their idols. Yeah. That's fine. We yeah. I went to a met- metronomy show, and I loved metronomy, but then I didn't realize they released a new album, so I watched them live playing music from, you know, their latest release, and I just, like, didn't connect to any it of like, it. It was okay. <laughs> you said that Susie and it wasn't bad and uh, Mika said that they're like that was fun and then I'm just like that was so boring and like I was tuning out most of the music and it was it was a bummer it wasn't they, bad it just wasn't what you wanted yeah of course and yeah. that's kind of like they put on a show but like for me it was I had these expectations of it like uh, that other band where I had the t-shirt from I can't even remember their name Purity Ring Purity Ring yeah they did pretty good see I thought that show was great there was one song they played where I was literally like looking at the ceiling, <laughs> like just like so bored. I mean, they like, had cool what stuff is on this? the ceiling. They had like light up clouds. <laughs> I was and, so like, bored eggs. of that song. They had like clouds and eggs hanging from the ceiling. You have another one, um, like a disappointment. I I have a flip side. I have like I went in expecting nothing. And I got way more than I expected. Bumbershoot. Must have been like 2006 or something. Um, I saw Iggy Pop. I just like, ooh, wandered into the main stage, like as his set was already going, and got into the crowd. And then he pulled a bunch. Of, he was like, "Everybody, come on stage!" And everybody's like, "Uh, okay." So everybody <laughs> just bum rushed the stage. Oh, he pulled a girl talk. <laughs> so yeah, but on the main stage at Bumbershoot, which is like yeah. insane. And so I got like. Because of that, I got was able to rush up to like second row. Oh wow! Okay. And then it I was just that. like all of his. I'm I'm guessing like every show that he does is the same. It's just the hits. It's just like I couldn't name one Iggy Pop song. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but what is a an Iggy Pop song? Search and Destroy. You know what? I'm just gonna play as you tell the story. I'm gonna what, play his what's, top. What's his top song? Yeah. Okay, so we have. How old are you? Uh, 2020, 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he pulled a bunch of people. He's like, everybody come on stage. And so everybody just rushed the stage at the main stage of Bumbershoot. And then that kind of cleared out. Security cleared them out. But because of that, I was able to like get to like second row. Yeah. And then he... 
is just playing the hits, but he is playing them like it's the first time he's ever like nice. played them. This guy goes, he's in his 50s, and he is just like shimmying like a belly dancer. <laughs> he has no shirt on. No shirt on, yeah. <laughs> he un- he's like, his jeans are skin tight, and they're unzipped, and he is like <laughs> shimmying out of his jeans. Wow. I saw Iggy Pop's pubic hair. <laughs> He's Mick Jaggering harder than Mick Jagger. Yes, for sure. He's but he out is, Mick Jaggering Jagger himself. He is going nuts on stage. Like yeah. as a frontman, he is the best frontman who's ever lived. Oh wow. Okay. Better than P Lander Yellow? Not <laughs> mm, have to see that P Lander. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, he's just a, like, when you see him live, he's just <laughs> so into it. It's just, like, some, nothing you've ever seen before. Even, like, playing stuff that's 50 years old, or 40 years old, and has been played a million times. It's, yeah. It's bonkers how into it and committed and, like, unaware of anything else going on he is. Yeah. Like he's a he's a rock star in yes. his blood. Yes, like he, he is. He never left the seventies rock life. Yeah. And he's still like just skin and muscle. <laughs> like skin pulled across sinew. He's uh, a performer. Born performer. Yeah. Because I know that feeling of like you have an audience let's just like go like they're in it and if they're not in it i'm gonna make them get into it and once they do you're just like all right i'm gonna go i i I don't even like he's not even interacting with anybody he's just like like i there's this famous interview with iggy pop where he the guy is kind of just trying to have a normal interview with them and he's like have you ever iggy pop's like have you ever just not felt anything at all (laughs) <laughs> and you didn't want to feel anything at all. And you're just being, and you're just like tapping into that and you're just reacting to it. And you, and nothing can hurt you. And, and nothing would ever hurt you because you don't feel anything. The guy, and a the, manic episode. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the guy interviewing him was like, <laughs> uh, this is like in the, in the 70s, like late 70s. The guy's like, uh, uh, some critics, critics are, are uh, say that he's like, do you know? Do you, do you know what I mean? And this guy obviously doesn't. Yeah, he's like, not playing around. He's like, no, this it's when you like don't feel pleasure and you don't feel pain. You're just reacting, and you're just uh, just letting things happen. And the guy's like, oh. he's like no, <laughs> sir, I take my antidepressants every day. <laughs> Iggy Pop just trying to explain to this random guy. Yeah, <laughs> Iggy Pop is the one of the only people I've never seen a performance of his where I thought like he's aware every performance he is unaware he's just <laughs> reacting <laughs> okay and to Scary. me that's very yeah that's very <laughs> primal it's very like yeah. artistic I guess <laughs> like he is not like reacting to something he's not thinking what he's gonna do next right there's no thought well, this episode could honestly go on for such a long this time. This is going to go on for such a long time. Um, but if I were to name some bands, it would be that like I was pleasantly surprised and I didn't know anything about them. It would be Band of Horses. They like played right before Beck at the Bumper Shoot. 
amazing performance. They're kind of like a band I don't really listen to anymore, but when I saw them live, I was like, whoa. That was the time, yeah, when yeah. Band of Horses hit. Yeah, exactly. They're not really relevant anymore, but they're still really good. Um, Tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> Oh, another millennial band, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Oh my gosh. I never listened to them. Oh, I really? never really had a phase with them except for that one song. <laughs> yeah, they, you know what's funny is I saw them like at the at a super, like they played at a block party, but it was like the smallest venue that you could possibly play. Like the Vera stage. I think so, actually. And there was like 20 people there. Like they weren't, they didn't blow up yet. Home didn't blow up yet. But at the time, they were doing their music and I was like, wow, these guys are really good. And then someone said, play home, home, home. <laughs> and the the lead singer, Edward Sharp, was like, you guys like that song? <laughs> like he was so wait, over it. Wait, is that, that song? What's that song? That's the one that's like, home, let go home. home oh my gosh, that's, yeah. that's them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea that was yeah. them. Like I'd heard the, the, the band name for like, couple of decades but like, <laughs> i've never put the connection together that was their song that's their song do you and remember when you fell out of a window and you almost died yes i do yeah that song. it's funny because they changed that part in the oh, live performance yeah. he talks about her skateboarding for the first time and she falls on her butt they're liars okay you heard it here first he was like not down to play that song and that was before it blew up oh wow <laughs> so i gotta imagine that's how unfortunate yeah that's a real smash mouth all-stars <laughs> situation <laughs> and the third band was at the same stage different night it was um star effer yeah they were a band that like zero clue who they were and it was like another time of like i don't know i think i was 20 or 19 where i was like this is what music was meant to be <laughs> no it was just like a lot of fun a lot of dancing and that music kind of like carried my early 20s into played their music a lot at dance parties and that's whatnot. where you got your happiness from out of all the sadness yeah it's true it's true gotta get it somewhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i have a second song this is a song that i actually chose um, it is the time period of my life, like 20 years old mm-hmm. or so, going to a lot of concerts. I was just going to every concert that I possibly could. This is what I spent my money on. Um, Sleigh Bells, Crown on the Ground. Oh. I have a story <laughs> oh. <laughs> to go along with this. This is this is a crazy show that yeah. you go to because all their songs sound like this. Yeah. And it's kind of like a big mosh, but like a pop mosh. Does okay. that make sense? <laughs> like you're just jumping around. <laughs> it's like in a, a soft circle. mosh. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, this is the first time that I ever uh, stage dove. <gasps> oh, I've never. I don't done recommend ever. it. I do not recommend this behavior. <laughs> Allie did that a lot. But I did it a lot, and this was the first time yeah. I was hooked. She was. It was oh, first time. Okay. I mean, I'm going to do it at some point. <laughs> I, I really? <laughs> yeah, sure. I weigh 145 pounds. Come on. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I mean, that I don't think that even is taken into account. It's just. Yeah, I mean, when I was at shows, I would hate it when like a 
like a 250 pound dude is like diving on top of me. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 20 year old me is like 110 pounds max. Yeah, so no problem. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm stuck in the middle of a, a jumping thing and I want to get out. So I look at the tall guy next to me and I point up. So he lifts me up yeah. and crowd surfing, which is great. Very relaxing. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound relaxing <laughs> to me, but okay. I thought it was very relaxing. Yeah. I was like, people grabbing it's your body. It's up there. You get like the breeze. Okay. Anyway, you don't really think about the people touching you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they apparently just pushed me towards the stage, oh, and nice. so I got onto the stage. Whoa! <laughs> That's what everybody's bit. trying to like do with the crowd surfer, right? Everybody's trying. I to, like, guess bring back. it like wasn't really on my radar at that time, but then I was on the stage and I was like, okay. I got irritated when people got pushed forward because you don't see it. You're looking forward, yeah. And like, uh, well, you know, a foot kicks you in the head, and like, oh, yeah, okay. I can understand that, and I was probably very annoying. <laughs> But I got on the stage, and then I was, like, dancing and headbanging with the lead singer, who was my idol at the time. I didn't know that. And it was so fun. And That's so cool. Just you? It was just me. Oh, my It was just me. That's so cool. And I looked to the side, and there was a security guard that was, like, waving me over, and I was like... I don't want to go to that guy because I'm going to get kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. So I like looked out to the crowd and I like pointed out and there was this. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl. Oh no. There was a girl that was like my size where I pointed and she had her hands up and she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I jumped out anyway. <laughs> Belly first, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you smash her? I landed on top of her, but other people caught me. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any other choices here. I'm gonna get kicked I've already, out. I've already pointed in your direction. I'm sorry. It'd be like, weird if I pointed in that direction and then went to another point. Of the like I have to go out here, otherwise they're gonna drag me away. That wasn't a suggestion. That was a Babe Ruth point. That was a. I'm going. I'm there. going here. You yeah. get out of the way. You don't want to catch my hands. And so I jumped out, and then I crowd surfed, and then at a certain point, people got sick of me crowd surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to be up here this long. You, you went across the same two people, or like the same person two times. Like, like I, this, this is the same person. They're still up here. Yeah, let other. At a certain have point, fun. they like dropped my head, and I was like doing a handstand, and I was like, please pick me up, pick me up. <laughs> How many times do you think you crowd surfed that night? Uh, I think twice. Oh, okay. And I did get on stage both times, but that was the nice. most exciting part. That is like, so cool. That's like the goal of the crowd is to put people on stage, mm-hmm. right? Like if someone, I didn't if someone, know that. <laughs> if someone goes up on top, everybody's like, "Get them on stage!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they kept yelling, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that was an option." Yeah, I don't think cool. I've ever seen that. Actually, I've never seen someone get crowd surfed onto the stage. So that's really... It was pretty exciting. How long do you think you were on there? Just for like five, ten seconds? 
Probably. I mean, it felt like a really long time to me Gosh. because I was like living in that moment. <laughs> yeah. But it was probably like 10 seconds. COVID needs to end. I am going to go <laughs> <laughs> to a punk show and crowd surf and get my glasses broken <laughs> and catch a cold. Uh, oh, my, of course. That was probably like the coolest that I've ever been and ever will be. Because <laughs> I don't think that I could just like point at some guy now. And oh like, no, no, that's that still works. <laughs> that still works. That's universal. Yeah. Like if you're at a show, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think it. You can be like a normal sized person. Be like, you just like look. Or maybe I'm thinking more of like punk shows. There's some shows like it's not gonna work, but punk shows like if you look over at somebody and you're like, I'm going up, <laughs> they will like Take make a up. basket with their feet, with yeah, their right. with their hands, and like Ooh, okay. push you up. I really want to crown surf again. I'm should, a, guys, can you we know, just like go to a ska show? <laughs> <laughs> there is together. there is no feeling like it. I will say Interesting. that. Interesting. It's like riding a wave. Lit- literally, yes. You're just mm. like floating. A wave. You're floating in the music. Hands. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't notice the hands. <laughs> it, is, it is bizarre <laughs> that you're just like, like you're just like running into people's heads, and then they're just like, oh, okay. And then yeah. just like put their hands up and like push, yeah. like carry you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an immediate like annoyance that's like fixed within a snap. It's yeah. like Ugh, I never, okay. I never found it annoying. Every time that someone would like crowd surf over me, even though I was like, you're like Good very small. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I'll do my part. <laughs> yeah, you, you do your part. It's just because you don't want them to fall. That's my you know, main thing. You know that your time will come. Yeah. You'll be the surfer, <laughs> not the surfy. I would appreciate your support when I arrive over your head. <laughs> I only played one of my songs that well, I wanted to play. I only really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but, only had I only had one left. Oh, okay. This we was, can end on that. This was the one of my songs, and the other one was like just a random. You one. should have. Yeah. We should have a guest that's been to a lot of shows on yes. for part two. Yes, I've. I mean, have you been to a lot of shows? Well, <laughs> I mean, all my shows are like from like a certain time period. But like, yeah. Then after, like, we went to shows after we got married. But then, like, you start having kids, and like, yeah, you just don't go to shows. Anymore. Yeah, I think even when you get married, it starts to fizzle yeah. out. Ali didn't, and I were just like, you gotta pay for parking. You gotta pay for pay for two tickets. Two tickets, and then you you have to. You're you're not gonna go in like the pit with your wife no you're gonna be at the bar you're gonna be like in the you know middle to the bet towards back maybe i will say things did like the experience of concerts did change for me when i became of legal drinking age because that's just a whole other experience like when i was underage i was like I'm going to spend the whole time trying to crowd surf and I'm going to get crazy. That but seems like it's a better way to be. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, so too. Cause then Let's like when I turned 21 <laughs> and I was like, I can go to all these 21 and over shows. Like people they don't act don't, like that. They don't do that as yeah, much. Yeah. You're a lot cooler. So well, maybe you're like just in Seattle. Everyone's just kind of like drinking and like you can all drink now and you can be like drinking and watching a show. Yeah. When there is music that warrants a mosh pit, I feel like the, the tone is like, Look at those kids down there. And yeah. So you just don't want to be a part of like, oh, I'm not a kid. I'm an adult. But it's fun. Bring back the mosh. Bring back the mosh. Stop we, COVID. Bring we're back like the mosh. 30 years old. Let's bring, a, let's do a 30 year old mosh. Yeah, we're let's like 30 it. years old, not 36 it. years old. In your 30s? I'm in my 30s. <laughs> Is Let true. me, can I close on, if we're, if we're closing? Yeah, let's close on your song. Um, 
Okay, so this is like the most cinematic moment of my life. Ooh. It's Pretty Girls Make Graves' last show. Wow. Oh, my gosh. In Seattle. Uh, I mean, this is their last show, but they're a Seattle band. It's significant because I, I really liked them, but also because their name was taken from a Smith song. Mm. So it's like if I would have wrote this out as a screenplay, it'd be too on the nose because it'd be like, sad boy listens to Smiths, starts <laughs> dating girl. They go to a show named after a Smiths band and it's their final show <laughs> so it's like the end of one chapter and the beginning of another <laughs> is this what actually happened with you yeah oh yeah man. me and me and ashley like it was one of our first dates oh, going wow. to pretty girls make graves last show and um i did a thing that's way i like i can't take credit for this it's like it it just manifests itself i'm not this smooth <laughs> so <laughs> love this the song is The Getaway, and so they're like, we never play this song live, but we're playing it now. It's our last show, and it's like they're actually their most like heartfelt love song, I feel like. A lot of them are kind of like a little bitter or a little like two-sided, but me and Ashley are kind of in the back, and it's one of our first like dates, so... And I was like, you want to go in the crowd? You want to like get up front? And she's like, yeah. And so I grab her hand. We'd never <gasps> held hands before. <laughs> and I pull her like through the crowd, like, so I'm not gonna, so I'm not oh, gonna lose her, right? This is literally a movie. <laughs> because you can get separated so easy in crowds. So you like grab somebody's hand, you pull them through. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we pull through to like the front, and then I let go of her hand, and then she grabs my hand again. Oh. Oh. And I was just like. This is my wife. (laughs) (laughs) You're like what? I I was like I can't believe that that just happened. (laughs) This is like the smoothest thing I had ever done. I didn't even mean to do it. Yeah. You're just like I just wanted to be in the front row. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to lose you. And then she was like I don't want to lose you. Yeah. That is awesome. rest is history the rest is history it's all about the hand now yeah that's awesome that is that's a very cinematic like i feel like this jangly guitar is exactly what you would put in like a movie scene of like (laughs) characters in the situation that you were just in (laughs) it's so on the nose it's bad (laughs) it's like you shouldn't write that you shouldn't like that's just like too cheesy but, but when right. it happens it ha- it to happened. you, you're yeah. like. Did you get like butterflies in your stomach? Um. Yeah, I'm more like a. You ever get like a, like a, 
immediate headache. <laughs> Do you ever just like feel like you're gonna die? Yeah, just like no, like a, a like a. Do you ever feel like there's water in your lungs? <laughs> That's what love feels like. <laughs> no, just like a rush of blood to the head, just like. Oh yes. Just like oh my head. Oh, is that what they're doing in the movies when they go like? ringing in your ears and the characters after like a bombshell goes off <laughs> <laughs> this is a war no. movie <laughs> no. yeah yeah I'm yeah, sorry yeah, I guess yeah. I'm thinking of like a specific scene in a show <laughs> yeah but it, it was you you were flushed it sounds like yeah I think so uh, it's just uh, I was just like I can't believe this is my life right now because like my whole like everything before this has been me just like being like oh I'm the dude who like uh. doesn't you know that was my like identities like I I don't know I don't know I, like girls are like I'd be with girls and like later they'd be like I, yeah I thought we were gonna like make out or something and then it's like <laughs> oh you thought that like I thought we were just like hanging out gotcha gotcha like I don't catch like yeah those cues I don't like make that connection but like where it really matters with Ashley like but then worked out she made the move you made the move and then she made the move yeah is is reciprocated yeah we should definitely talk about concerts some other time maybe with another person like you said that's been to a lot of concerts oh I've been to quite I feel like we've all you guys didn't like even burn through yours like that was that was my top three I like Maybe I just hogged it a little bit, but I got my top three in there. You sparked so many. Yeah. I've been like, we've, I've been to like over a hundred shows. I'm sure you have too, Allie. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the list anymore because it was tweeted know, last had, FM. Yeah. We put our lists on that last FM back when we were like 18 or whatever. Yeah. And, and then they deleted it. They deleted it. But yeah, it was fun. Fun times. Now we're old. I'm not old. I mean, Gabe and I are old. I'm not. I'm old. Mm-hmm. I'm not old yet. But I'm willing to go to a ska show. <laughs> you know what, Skank, Gabe, and I need to crowd surf. Gabe, if you go to a ska <laughs> show, I'll go with you, and we will both crowd surf. You'll we both some point. be Me? pointing up. Okay, here's another, like, okay, I'm going to bring out another one. Sorry. <laughs> Me and Brian were randomly riding bicycles around Anacortes. And we heard horns. And we're like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And we would like ride around a little bit more. And we hear it again. And Brian had made these hamburgers that weren't cooked all the way through. (laughs) But we ate them anyways. They were really big hamburgers. He's like, like, he was like prided himself on making really big hamburgers, I guess. I don't know. You'd have to ask Brian. But they weren't cooked all the way through. But I ate it anyways. (laughs) So we were riding on these bikes. These bikes. And I was feeling like a little... Uh. Not right. But we kept hearing these horns. And so we went down like the main street of Anacortes and there's this venue there and the Scoblins were playing. Scoblins? Like, like goblins. Goblins, but Scoblins. Oh, but if, you, if you see the name on the marquee, it could be Scablins. Scablins. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But it's Scoblins. Mm-hmm. So we go in and it's just like a high school like like <laughs> ska band. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. And they got the trumpet though. Me, it's they're good. I mean, it's yeah. just me and Brian, like one guy in like a pork pie hat, like like in his forties, like 
skanking together, like linking arms and skanking around. Oh my around. gosh. It was great. perfect. Yeah. That, I, I want to chase that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find another scablins. Okay. <laughs> I need my scablins. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can make you an undercooked burger. Okay. And okay. You, you tell me, you tell me when you want to go to the ska show. We got some bikes over there. In the we other got room. some bikes. Yeah. I have a bike now. Yeah. We ride. Our, right around. We, I'll make you a raw burger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get real and sick. And we can ride our bikes to the ska show. And you can, and you'll crowd surf. Fell okay. in love <laughs> with a girl at the ska show. <laughs> she made me an undercooked burger. <laughs> Let's do it. That was fun, but uh, let's save some room for later, guys. Hmm? More burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right, guys. Thank you. Like, Bye. like, and subscribe for part two. <laughs> <laughs>